1: this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the ones the onlys Anna the and baba Hi guys! Hey. Hi everybody! I, mean, I I'm could it. say, well, God. I did, I didn't know exactly what your last name was, Beba, but now I know that it's Rodriguez. But I figured, you know, like share Madonna. Like, I, I think I should just refer no. To
0: I think Beba. it should just be Beba. I, I I would like to be introduced without a last name. Okay, so we're okay. good. I we're, like that. we're good. All
1: right, Beba. That's like what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: I, um, what is going on today? How is Miami? How is LA? You guys are not together. You're in two separate locations. This is
0: major. But we're together. In... We're together, but long distance really, really works for us, I will say. That well,
2: is, it, it, it worked for her. It works it's, for it's you, tearing too. tearing my it heart
0: was... out. Be honest. Now I have a grant. Whatever. Okay. Well,
1: listen, I mean, you guys have your new podcast, Mommy Issue, so even though you're not together, now you have a joint business venture that you are doing together, so that's gotta that's got to bring you some time, Anna. It does.
2: And- it does. It kind of gets us to have a conversation every week you know for an hour because she's she's not like her sister who calls a lot she doesn't call a lot so and we definitely have mommy issues
1: (laughs) well listen I want to talk all about this new podcast I've listened to an episode or two but before we get there okay Let's just take, you know, I mean, look, we have a lot of Housewives fans listening, so let's just take a minute to talk about RHOM. I mean, Anna, you were an official cast member during season two. You were there, you know, season one. You were a friend season three. Baba, you were, you know, on the screen. You were a part of the TV experience as well. You know, do you remember that when you were
0: on it because you were so young? I wasn't that young. I was 20. So oh. I and I was in I was in college at the time and I went to the University of Miami and I, I lived at home and a lot of the filming was happening at home. So I, I remember it like almost like a trauma memory <laughs>
2: <laughs> because am was... one of those responsible housewives <laughs> that, who waits for their children to be in college to put them through that ordeal.
0: Yeah. And also I was like, I was studying film and T I'm in film and TV. Like I'm a producer for reality TV, which is funny. Like I didn't end up, it just kind of happened that way, but yeah, I remember it. And it was, I will say almost like the same way that me and my mom have with the podcast, we talk weekly and it like forces us to talk that show. My mom and I had a terrible relationship at the time, like very bad we didn't talk to each other. If we did, it was like very surface level just to like get through <laughs> as, as Anna's pouring
1: herself, her second shot of tequila, which is really <laughs> happening guys.
0: Really happening. She's scared of me. Um, but that show, I think the reason why I remember it so vividly is because we were forced to talk about stuff and like sit down and like address elephants in rooms that we were not willing to touch with a 10 foot pole um for some reason with a camera on us we were like okay here we go I guess we're doing this and it helped our relationship
2: it helped our relationship she had a toxic boyfriend who I hated and at the time she couldn't believe that I was against the relationship because you know I was afraid he was going to murder her but now that she has her own daughter she totally understands right don't you understand me more now I mean she's
0: three months old but yeah sure
1: (laughs) But did that, you know, cause you are, it is like a strange, you know, turn of events that you are a producer living in LA in reality TV. Like, do you think that that helped you do your job now just because you kind of saw how things were happening
0: in a way? Yeah. I think it like set me up for success and that like, I knew what was going on behind the scenes before I was ever behind the scenes. So I got like a taste of it. But to be fair, I do reality competition TV, a la Lego masters world of dance. Like I don't do like the real housewives shit, you know? So it's not as icky.
2: Well, but there's still drama and there's still like, there is still drama, but but parents are
0: crazy. Yes. But it's not like producing people to be like, okay, so your parents are getting a divorce. So sit down and talk to your mom about the fact that you're, that she's getting a divorce. It's like, well, that's going to be a tough topic.
1: Do you cast for the amazing race or big brother? Like, should you and I talk offline after this? (laughs) Do you want
0: to be on the amazing race?
1: It's so funny. I would like to be on big brother. And last week, somebody who I know really well, called me and said, Hey, do you want to be on amazing race? Well,
0: can we make a competition? Okay. So you're one step closer to big brother. Do not do amazing race. That is like, I can't even imagine anything worse than that. Are you like adventurous like that? Believe it or not, I've been to fifty-six countries before
1: the okay, pandemic. But- no, no, no. I, I don't go. I, I'm. A, I, I know what you're thinking. Like, dear, you go five star. No, I. I did India the real way. I'm more. I did shark. I've done shark diving off the coast of South Africa. Really? I'm, I know. Absolutely not.
0: I
2: Have been, you eaten cockroaches?
1: Yes. Ew. In in Cambodia, Ooh. I <gasps> ate bugs.
2: Oh my God. And oh I been God. to
1: Antarctica and went through the Drake passage and thought we were wow. That
2: I want to do Georgia Island and all that.
1: I I'm so I'm adventurous when I'm not in New York or LA with my martini yeah. at my five-star restaurant. <laughs> I I'm, I'm not adventurous in my daily life, but when I travel, He's I am an actually.
2: official swan. Okay. Of Fifth Avenue.
0: Okay. Well, oh so then you totally could do amazing race. And then that would get you on to big brother. Well, let's,
2: you, you might have contacts there.
0: I, I the think I, I think I know someone who who does Big Brother. I'll I'll let you know. I Big Brother
1: talk. is just it's a, to me the most amazing game. But were you guys? So you you were there for season two like full time. I mean, this isn't about me, but off air, let's talk all about it. Um, <laughs> But, you know, season, so season two, you were there and then season three, you know, you were kind of there, but you weren't, you were a friend. Like, did either of you, like, did you care when it was over, Anna? Did you care, babe? But like, did you want to be on another season, either of you?
2: Not really. I mean, I, for me personally, I thought it had served its purpose. I could not do more seasons like season three. I remember the day that the producers called me because I had been cast for season three as a full-time housewife. And then they invited me to breakfast at the Biltmore right here in Coral Gables and Marisol as well. And I sat down and they said, hey, like if it was like if they were delivering a terminal diagnosis and see, for me, I I guess I never really understood this whole how the, the machine works. So so he says, you know, we're since your ex, you know, Mark, who, you know, is a former U.S. attorney, could never be on the show, just could not. That we you don't have a complete story, which to me it's very reasonable. And so I said, "Oh, okay. Am I going to be paid the <laughs> <I> same?" <swear laughs> yeah, that's this. all that matters. <laughs> I swear I asked this because if you're going to like go into my house, and it's got to be worth it, even though yeah, it's, it's not enough money anyway. And they said, "Yeah." And I said, "Okay, we're good." When they did have the same conversation, uh, conversation with Marisol, it's like she had lost a relative. It was, and by the way, she tried to set it up so that I would be the only friend and that she could stay a housewife but i didn't have mark but she really didn't have elsa and you know mm,
0: um
2: we needed the props
1: so we you needed. were you were sitting there when they delivered this news to Marisol's no one. no no oh. they did it
2: separately but i i i know that she was at the time remember we were very close yeah and she was devastated like she wanted I mean, honestly, she, she I was, that we thing. had to keep her, we had to keep her away from, from.
0: Sharp objects. Sharp sure. <laughs> objects. Exactly. Well,
1: put a pin in that, cause I've got more coming yeah. about Marisol when we get into last season and season. And I want to hear your thoughts too, Beba, about Marisol and all sorts of cast members. But what, is there like some high and some low that sticks out just from that one season two when you were full-time? I mean, both of you, like, is there a high or a low?
2: Um, I honestly enjoyed it you know um again you and i have talked about this the housewife of 2011 is not the housewife of 2022 at all so i i don't have the wherewithal to be the 2022 housewife i can tell you that for sure but um it i had fun it served a purpose i thought i had established strong friendships i am a person that is ruled by justice so i thought that marisol was being you know attacked by leah and that leah you know, had so much, you know, and that how could she attack somebody that was single and starting her own business? And yeah, that wow, was I played?
0: storyline. Yeah, I was
2: played, played like a violin. And, um, but at the time, I thought I was doing something right. You know, Alexia had just had the issue with Frankie, I wanted to be a support system for her. I love Joanna, I whatever, you know, it was fine. And it was obviously, you know, a, a good platform for what I was trying to you know, I was able to parlay it into something. So for me, it was, it was good. I don't regret doing it.
0: I don't regret doing it either. If anything, it was fun. It's, it's also like my greatest, uh, party trick to pull out of my back pocket of like, oh yeah, my mom was a housewife. (laughs) People are like, wait, what? I remember bitch sash. We don't (laughs) want to talk about other Well, whatever. Yeah. Like I I went to a bitch slash live and they do like the boots on the ground thing. Yes, And I, I like walked up and I was like, my mom is a housewife. And then when I was like walking away from the mic, Casey Wilson was like, touch her garments. Like she's Meghan Markle. Like she's, (laughs) she's she's royalty. royalty. (laughs) It meant everything. But, um, (laughs) my, the thing that I remember the most and one of my favorite things ever, which is dark, but whatever the last day of filming season two, they like, and this is very like inside baseball, but we filmed like three scenes in one day with like different outfit changes. Cause it was the last day of filming, you know, like whatever, we just had to like get a bunch of shit out of the way. It's like, yeah. we have to close this story and this story and this story. So me my sister and my mom were in the house. We filmed like two scenes and then my dad came over. And the producers were like, You and your sister can like hang out for a bit. We're gonna film something with your parents. So I was like, okay, great. Again, we've been filming all day. So me and my sister go in my room, we take a nap, mic'd and everything. Like, we're still mic'd because they were like, We're gonna call you in a second. A producer wakes us up like maybe 45 minutes later. Imagine waking up from a nap and you're like in a haze, and you're like, What's going on? And they're like, Go downstairs, your parents are there talking. So we go downstairs and cameras are up. Like it's not, there's no producer being like, okay, so your parents are just talking about this, whatever cameras are up. We walk into the kitchen and my mom is crying and my dad is laughing, of course. And I'm like, what's happening? And my dad is like, well, your, your mother and I just signed the the divorce papers. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) So what's fun is that I get to relive my parents' divorce with reruns. And I think that I showed, I showed my husband, my parents getting divorced. And I think that that's fun.
1: (laughs) I don't know about you, but something is in the air in January. Seriously. I am not impressed with this energy. I have been. First of all, working like a dog, everyone is on edge. I'm on edge. I've had such a mood and I just have not been myself. But I have to tell you, Innovative Extracts has come to the rescue. Innovative Extracts offers a full line of CBD and THC products. And man, I have needed these more than ever this month. Their products help with anxiety, mood improvement, sleep. And I love that they have a variety of products and tastes, gummies, creams, vapes. They even have drops that you could take under your tongue. They have a full line of Delta eight and nine and 10 THC products, which really have helped me take the edge off and they're legal and they don't require any medical card. So if you need something to help get you through this January, as we head into February, visit their website, www.ie-cbd.com to get 40% off by using code VELVET at checkout. That's right. A whole 40% off by going to www.ie-cbd.com enter code VELVET and get 40% off at checkout. As we head into Valentine's Day, and you all think I don't have a valentine, but are you really sure of that? I have to tell you about the best gift for Valentine's Day. Did you know that over 6 billion texts are sent every day? I mean, I text 24-7, sometimes even when I'm on air. And that's why I love Keepster, because Keepster actually does something with your freaking texts. They take your texts and they're the only ones doing this and they turn them into an amazing keepsake book. Hence the name Keepster, get it? So you could take a one-on-one text or group text, anything you want, and literally they make it into a keepsake book. Here's how it works. You just download the Keepster app onto your computer. You choose your favorite texts, photos, emojis, inside jokes, whatever you want, and then Keepster does the rest. Their books start at just $12.99, so it's super affordable, and it's a really personal gift. That's what I love. Who needs more flowers or another box of damn chocolates. So listen, we live and share so much of our lives on our phones, right? Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash velvet and put in promo code velvet for 20% off. That's keepster.co slash velvet and use code velvet for 20% off. All right. One last time, guys, keepster.co slash velvet for 20% off. Oh my God, this Thursday it's back. Jersey Shore family vacation is back in our lives. I am so excited. You know, I love this show. I still love this show so much. Jersey Shore family vacation. Listen, I know what you guys are doing this Thursday at 8, 7 Central. You are going to be home and you are going to be watching MTV. And this season, oh my God, is going to be like the best season because the family is out. They're traveling all over. Look, they go to Hollywood to support Vinny and Dancing with the Stars. We're going to get to see Vinny on Dancing with the Stars. They're going to the Carolinas. Mike competes in a cornhole championship. Oh my God. Just Snooky and Jay Wow and Polly and Mike. I love it all. Dina, ugh, this show is still as good as it was the first day that it premiered. Listen, they're talking pregnancy announcements and an engagement. Oh my God. This Thursday, January 26th, we're only a few days away, you guys. Jersey Shore family vacation, all new Thursdays. 8, 7 central on MTV. Well, at least that's, so it's a low and a high, I guess
0: it's a low and a high. I just, I have a sense of humor about it. My parents were not supposed to be together. They sucked at being together. So it was good that they got divorced. Um, it's made. just, it's just crazy. I think it's fucked up for a producer not to be like, Hey, your parents are doing this thing. Like you're walking into just to know what you're walking into. We're still impressionable. I was 20 years old. I'm not like a full blown adult. I'm still like kind of a kid, in my opinion. So I just think like if I wasn't emotionally stable, it, it could have fucked me up.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, Anna, you should go. I mean, I really feel it's better to be a one-season housewife than a two-season housewife. You get that, you know, Ebony Williams and Joyce and Carlton yeah. from Beverly Hills. It's like a one-season one. Season wonder.
2: I know, like and is- they want and they want you to do Ultimate Girls Trip for season one housewife
0: how I, I feel like you should do that way. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's a thing yeah. Oh my God. You should do that.
1: Have you gotten a call for girls trip? I,
0: I, I very, it was,
2: uh, it was a conversation. I haven't gotten an official anything and, um, I've got other stuff going and I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Did you get a call for girls trip one, two, or three, which already passed? No, or- no, 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 no. It's some future like it's we like think a new one, do, like mm-hmm. a one well, it's season. something
2: that they're talking about because you know how they always have a theme. Yeah. Right. The like wives, dynamic du- duos like ex-wives, uh, whatever. So, oh, uh, okay. geez.
1: And when they called you, they said, and, hey, so
2: now it's going to be one season losers. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they might call it one season wonders, but that's, that's, oh, that would, there you go. One season wonder sounds better than one season losers. Yeah, that's true. I think that would be very interesting. Well, I mean, are you interested if this comes to fruition and your phone rings for a second? God, second you know back? what?
2: I have said so many times to to Darren Karp, to, to, and to different people that I would never do housewives again. So I'm going to give the standard answer that every housewife says it's like, you never, never say, say never. never. I'm going to do that. It, you know. But just
1: think about it. This isn't true full blown. It'd be, you know, one season. Oh, one Right. I know.
0: I know there's not that much. And it's, it's like a it's probably like a week long trip somewhere or something. It's it's right. Seven, I didn't but it's filming. I would Did... have done Dorinda's house in a heartbeat. No, but like that's...
2: zero interest in going to being stuck in Thailand for 10 days. Oh, no. You know, with a bunch of. Bimbos. crazy yeah yeah <laughs>
1: did they give you any more information when they said they no. just but they definitely no. said it was
2: just talking we were talking about another pitch and then that came in as part of you know the thing
1: and, and they definitely said one season wonders
2: they did not say what, stop putting <laughs> words in my mouth they definitely said they that definitely, you're definitely you, do you know it. you know he's a lawyer well, but, are you? Oh, yes. yes. That's oh, well, wow. So
1: are you, Anna. It takes one to know one. but know. And so am I. I, I
2: need to hone oh, my skills. Really? No, she's no, I'm not. not. Oh.
1: But no, but you said one season. So the theme would be one, the people that were on for one season. That would be the theme of it. The,
2: yeah. yeah. Yes, that's something they are contemplating as a potential theme of a Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip. And you're, the defense rests. <laughs>
0: Well, just
1: think about it. You have uh, Ebony Williams from New York. I
2: love her. She's amazing.
1: She's a fellow lawyer. I bet you she would be on it with you. So there you go.
2: Well, yeah, you know, I think that would make that would depend on who was on it.
0: You know what I mean? Maybe,
2: maybe it would be refreshing to have you and
0: Ebony would be good friends. I feel like you guys would hit it off.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: I I agree. Well, listen. You know, I know you in the real world. Like we've, you know, you in on the my wild, podcast, right? <laughs> uh, out, like you we were you were on my podcast two years ago, and we've kept it shut. So I know that, like, throughout the years since Housewives has been off, like you know, you've been on the Food Network and Skinny Latina. Like you really are one of these rare exceptions. There are others, these rare exceptions that is truly gone on with your life and, you know, people go on with their life, but you don't sit around when you and I speak and we don't just talk about housewives. You don't think about housewives 24 no. hours a day. So no. <laughs> what do you think it is? Because I mean, we have many names we don't need to get into, but that is the rare exception. Like, why do you think people that are on a show for one year, two years, sometimes three years or more go on for Sometimes a decade, and that this—I mean, like is-
2: everyone on Real Housewives of Miami—that's they spent ten years waiting by the phone, and really, they have nothing else to show for anything that they've done. Which for me is crazy. Um, I think it's that um, idle minds so are the playground of the devil. You know what I mean? If you don't have an interest outside of that, you know, it—it it all boils down to what was your purpose for going on. Do you just want to be famous? Do you want Mm. people to recognize you in the street, to tell you how pretty your dress are, to to your dresses, to get free shit? I get a lot of free shit. In fact, I get mad about how much free shit I get. But um, yeah, it depends (laughs) what your purpose is. Humble
0: braggler.
2: No, but what I'm saying is that you don't have to be on Housewives Forever to get free shit. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's people going up to them in the street and going, oh my God, you're my favorite housewife. Here's a pro tip. Anytime you bump into anyone, you happen to be their favorite housewife because you're the (laughs) housewife in front of them
0: without, you're not my favorite housewife. You're always in front of me.
2: Exactly. Well, but you know, (laughs) you're the exception, but, but okay. So there is one exception, my uh, ungrateful daughter, but yeah. So if you feed off that, if that makes, if that is tied to your value as a person, then that's it. That's why you want it forever. It, it just felt really good. Um, yeah, I'm not like that. I've always said, you know, it, for me, I, yes, TV is a great vehicle. I, it, it helps uh, bolster my brand. I have done, I'm a reality TV veteran. You know, I've done, you know, way too many things. And, and I would do other things. But for me, respect has always been more important than attention. So if I can get attention and respect together, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. But it has to be for some skill set that I have. And, and, and it could be very well argued that being a housewife is a skill set because there are people like uh, um, Garcelle, who I don't know if this is true, but it was announced that she is now the second highest paid housewife in the franchise after Kyle. And she got a development deal from NBC so she could develop her own stuff. And I think that it's because Garcelle is this perfect combination of knowing how to stir the pot, but people can still relate to her. She's smart. She's There's a, you know, there's, there's this justness about the things that she talks about. Um, I don't, I don't think that she is really frivolous, but she knows the assignment, you know? Lisa Rinna is the opposite of that. She's just reckless.
1: Yeah, I, yes. And yes. <laughs> um, it's been an interesting season of Beverly Hills. Right. I mean, and like Garcelle, yeah. like I think housewives leads to these other things. Like if you act a certain way, like Garcelle has never thrown herself in the fire in a good way. Like Rinna, you know, like, I think that's how she got the real, you know, I think these opportunities are coming to Garcelle because of Housewives. Not that she wasn't around before, but it like it boosts your profile. And then I think yeah. if you know how to play the game and you act a certain way and you know how to stir the pot, but you don't go completely insane, you can get actual real yeah. jobs in the industry. Well, I
2: mean, and Garcelle is an act, actual, you know, she's a very smart woman. Uh, I'm pretty sure she wrote her own book.
0: Yeah, um, for sure know, she, she did.
2: She can, she can hold her own in a talk show situation. Um, so I think Garcelle is is very very rare in the sea of housewives. You know, she doesn't speak in sound bites. She doesn't need to. She's an intelligent person, so she can come up with something at the moment and. And I think that we notice when you're throwing something out there that you planned. That and a producer finding, told you. Yeah, right. Or whoever's writing your stuff for you, because now that's a new thing. But you're just finding the perfect opportunity to fit it in there. And it never it's like a puzzle that never quite fits. It's yeah, like, the, the audience is
0: smart. The audience yeah. is smart. Yeah. They know when something's not real and something mm-hmm. feels contrived.
1: Right. And as
0: a reality TV producer, I'm sure, babe, you yeah. look
1: for that of people that, you know, like, like you say, like, you're not sure what it is. Is I, I don't think it's money. I mean, you sixty $60,000 the first year to be a housewife in reality TV show competitions. I imagine most people are paid very little when you go on mm-hmm. these, I mean, the, the prize money's there. Yeah. So then it is like, what is it? Is it the thirst? Is it, I mean, I think what is it that
0: attracts? It people? is the, it's the thirst. Of course it's the thirst. We live in a culture now where being, on Instagram and getting the blue check and getting the PR boxes from like every celebrity and all that stuff is a career within itself, which is fine. And that's great. But like, like my mom's saying, it can't be everything. Like if that's the whole, your whole bread and butter, you're going to run out of the bread and butter because you're going to get old and you're going to get ugly and you're going to, your, lose your are radiance. Gonna lose, you're going to lose your radiance. We had a whole conversation about radiance on the podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's not like, it can't just be that it can't.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. I think that being a woman of a certain age um, and everything, your self-worth being tied to your beauty and the way that you look, first of all, it should have never been, you know, I have, I, I, I always remember reading very young that beauty was an accident of nature, you know, and that, and I taught this to my girls that they had to be more than just the sum of their parts, you know, that if you scratch the surface, there has to be more, it just can't be varnish. In fact, yeah. when you talk to Beva, Beva's beautiful, but when you get to know her, you're like, wow, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's so many facets, so many layers. I'd like to think that's how I am too. A lot of these women are one dimensional and that's it. That's all they got. And I so would- they hang on tight.
1: I would agree with all that. That's very good advice. No. And I think like, if you are really whole and happy with yourself and secure, you don't need that adoration. I think it's a certain type or like, I'm kind of like you. And I'd like in the sense that like, I would go on a show. I mean, you know, like as a cast member, not like a reality t- competition, sure. because of like the Bethany Frankel thing. Like I, I would understand why of I course. was there. I mean, I know how it works and I would just be like, all of this, I ain't nothing. Like I ain't great because of all these accolades. Cause guess what? A, I'm gonna be fired and kicked out just like everyone else. <laughs> right. And when I do, you know, let's hope that's 10 years, but it could be two years, and I just gotta get my side hustle going because exactly. this window is right.
2: So and it just it just for me, like you almost see the desperation when you're getting to like mid season or two-thirds of the way in when people are realizing, wow, I don't have enough of a storyline, what's gonna happen next season? And then they start creating some trying to create something out of nothing just to secure a, a, a next season and that that's hard to watch you know it is, it's yeah. hard to watch for somebody my still age, watch which it most no i still watch it too but <laughs> most of the women are around my age group there's very few like millennials on there you have crystal you have uh, nicole in miami but for the most part everybody is you know 50s plus and it's sad to see that, you know, it's sad. There's got to be more because, you know, ARP card is in the mail and you've got to be more than that.
1: You know how every Saturday when we record with Kim D, her seven dogs are barking and I get so freaking annoyed. Well, listen, I just spent the holidays with Kim and forget her and her gift. I got her seven dogs Nom Nom. Now listen, Nom Nom is made with real whole food that you can actually see and recognize. You know how most dog food looks like mush? Not Nom Nom. You actually can see the pieces of meat and protein and the vegetables. It kind of looks like food that like a human would eat. Really, it's made without any additives or fillers, it's actually healthy for your dog. Nom Nom cares about quality more than anything. And they make real good food for your dogs. And of course, Kim did not want to hear about anything new. But I mean, she saw the food, she was like, Oh, wow. And these dogs. I mean, for once her not her seven freaking dogs did not annoy me because They were enjoying this and it comes with a money back guarantee. If your dog isn't thrilled within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order right now for 50% off 50 and no risk. You get a two week trial at try nom.com slash velvet. That's try N as in Nancy, O as in Oliver, M as in Mary dot com slash velvet for 50% off. Try dot com slash velvet. Hey, girls and boys, what'd you guys think this past Friday? Real friends of WeHo, did you guys watch? Well, you better watch, because listen, we're going to be talking about the real friends of WeHo here on this very podcast, and you need to watch before this Friday, because the second episode, all new, is this Friday at 9 8 central and listen you guys love housewives right so now you need to learn to meet the house guys of weho friday nights on mtv are great we have drag race and immediately following drag race is this the real friends of weho listen you're gonna go inside the lives of six amazing west hollywood friends and you guys know a lot of the players brad goreski you know from the rachel zoe project we're gonna get to see inside his marriage with gary Todrick Hall, there's been so much written about Todrick, James Bond, Curtis Hamilton, Dorian Renaud, and Joey Zausig. You know what? It's six gay guys. And I mean, how great is that? Love this show. And an all new episode is this Friday. So don't miss the Friends of WeHo, part of MTV's new Friday nights after RuPaul's Drag Race this Friday, 9, 8 central, where only of course on MTV. Because it could I... end
2: at any minute
1: i agree now you did mention miami you know you said when i said the thirst or whatever you said you said these girls you know spent when i asked you like how you've gotten you know they spent years like is that what you think happened like you know did these these cast members that you worked with in the past did they get a call for season four or were they really for 10 years trying to manifest this into it
2: oh they were trying to manifest this it's 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 a it. Honestly, it's the secret personified. They uh, not only did they try to manifest it, they stayed in touch with the producers. They, Marisol sent the producers gifts. She went to, you know, she's very, I mean, she kisses ass like nobody I've ever seen. Like the other, some girl from Family Karma was writing the other day how like Marisol to- called her one day and told her she was obsessed with her and just wanted to be best friends with her. And she does that with everyone. I went with her once to Patty Stanger's oh party and she wanted to drive to the OC just because she had met, um, you know, Vicky and Brooks the night before, and she wanted to drive all the way to the fucking OC and we weren't invited. And, you yeah. know, Vicky had given me her cell number cause she kind of felt we had something in common. I don't know if that's a, a compliment. And, uh, she's like, give me her son. I'm like, fuck no. You know, she's just she really loves that shit. That's restraining her
0: order status. Yeah. More than
2: anybody else.
0: Miami is like epitome of like the thirsty franchise because of the fact that like it went away for so long and then it did come back and that's great. And people do love it. I love Miami. I think it's fun. I was yeah. born and raised there. It's fun to see and it's fun, whatever. But like, just, I think with the connection with my mom and like her being on it and then the same women there. And also like, unfortunately I, a lot of those women did my mom dirty and I fucking hate them because of it. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's embarrassing. It's like really embarrassing that, that it took them like just really working at it to get back on the air. And it's like, not even the most, you right. know, not watched
2: even on the right. series, get on it's like Bravo. no one cares about
0: it. And you said, and, and
1: I want your opinion too, but you think, I mean, is this what you just said? You think that Marisol is the thirstiest of
0: them all? Marisol can suck a dick. Like I, (laughs) there is no one I hate more on this earth than Marisol Patton. And it's for personal reasons that I like, it's my my sister's story. It's unrelated to, to my mom, but related to my sister that she said the, one of the worst things I've ever heard anyone say in the world, she's demonic like she should go to hell truly
2: yes. she's she's not a good person she's a bad person like a
0: very very bad person we call her the rotting corpse not only because she (laughs) literally looks like a rotting corpse but because she's truly to her core rotting
2: I mean the kind of stuff and and obviously I am not going to repeat it David because we both know you know that she's the first one to file some kind of you know slander or whatever thing but the truth is that well no
0: (laughs) we'll prove what she said yes
2: like I don't care but but at the same time you know there is stuff that I have heard that is just people would be so shocked uh you know about even with her mom and stuff and the way that she treated her mom at the end like I don't know if this is true but I've heard things and it's like it would not surprise me because it's it's uh, consistent with her character and consistent with her priorities in life. And so yeah. I don't know for sure. Let's just make that clear.
0: But allegedly.
2: Allegedly. But I do think that at the core, she is not a good person.
0: Yeah. We're, I this, think is her, a, this, this is not a Marisol fan club over here. No, no, it <laughs> isn't. You and, that. you
2: know, her whole like getting married, but not really getting married, that poor guy, you know. There are people who say he's gay. I don't know if he's gay. I know he was married to a beautiful woman, which doesn't, under, doesn't you know, usually you have a type. So definitely he doesn't. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what the story is. Like, I don't know if that's, you know, it's definitely not a real marriage.
1: When did she marry him? I can't remember. Was that, that wasn't. During, during, during COVID. During COVID. and it so was, it was this... before last season. though, right? Like they were already married oh, yeah. in last season.
2: Well, they were already talking about housewives and she didn't have else anymore she needed a storyline so she found this guy and everyone has said and it has been discussed on the show that alexia told uh um nicole call it nicole that that she had gotten married for the show and to have a story that was a storyline that was a storyline and i know that that's and i know that that's true because alexia said that to me Mm. okay that part Sue me, bring it on. She said it to me. Uh, and it was clear and it wasn't enough to make her housewife. Because guess what, Marisol? You're not enough. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's so so if Alexia is saying to you, you know, hey, like Marisol got married just for a storyline, that's not, you know, I mean, I don't think Marisol knows this. I mean, isn't this supposed to be her? She best does friend? know it. It was disgust- she
0: does. It was, it, dis- it was on she told the- Nicole too. It was on last season where Would they she and, and really... Alexia denied it, and Marisol chose to believe it because Marisol's so desperate that she doesn't care if she has a fake friendship because at least she's on Real Housewives. Oh, thing. I know, yeah. Right. Her, her tongue is so far up. Alexia's it's really what, we don't know where one that's starts. That's what's and happening. The other one and, and again, it's also very clear that that's happening. I have friends who watch Miami Housewives who obviously don't know these women, and they feel the same way. They're like, "Oh yeah, that poor girl." <laughs> I mean, it's so
2: I, I don't know if you watch the BravoCon thing but i watched afterwards this thing called the reading room where they put the people that they thought were shady on it and you know i guess marisol ended up there which by the way shade is stuff you come up with at the moment marisol has talked to me in the past about oh if we get another season we have to get a writer it's like who needs a writer i don't need a writer apparently you do she clearly has that and every once in a while she comes up with something funny herself, but just like a comedian, a bad comedian, her timing is off. And so when they were on that thing, the girl from Dubai, the one that's a the model, they asked her who the worst dressed housewife was. And she said, Phaedra, which by the way, that's a huge mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Phaedra just, you know, Phaedra just has to give you a look. You know, Pedro's an yeah. iconic housewife <laughs> and Marisol's in the back going, at least she's not wearing a prom dress. At least she's not wearing a prom dress. And, and like, it just went over like a lead balloon. Like nobody listened to it. She said it twice. Phaedra didn't acknowledge it. Andy didn't acknowledge it. The other person who she was trying to consult didn't acknowledge it. It was so cringeworthy. And, you know, stuff like that happens. She has the thing and she'll go, ha, 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 ha. and like nobody, nobody asked her a question, sure. by the way, at no point. So. Okay, she's we're spending just- too
0: much time on the corpse. Okay. Yes. And we are <laughs> it's gonna dead. We the glue. Are gonna, she's I, glue.
1: I did see that with the Phaedra, right? I'm like, girl, like I saw that. Phaedra says Horrible. one thing and it's like, you think you're winning and then Phaedra has to come back. But one yeah. thing before we move on from Aristotle. So, so wait, with writers with between season two and three back, she told you what? She was going to have someone write her her. line oh, yeah, for yeah. her? I
2: know, and I know people that have written stuff for her. For example, the the famous line of, it's not famous. It, it should have been but more famous, but when she was fighting with Leah in the Bahamas, she said, your gala or your gala doesn't legitimize my business my business legitimizes your gala that was written by her friend julie i believe so you know i forgot but that is a fact i know that for a fact we were friends at the time and that was written by somebody else wow. just like when we were followed to the airport and around los angeles by paparazzi she set it up she's friends with the guy from splash and she sets it up she sets up the, you know, behind uh, Soho house and all that stuff. And they get to pick the pictures and (laughs) she has those contacts because she was in PR. And it was really funny because when we went to LA, which is the same time we went to Patty Stanger's party, she called them and told them we were going to be at the airport. So there's these hidden photographers taking pictures of us and people are going, why are they taking pictures? Who are these people? people, (laughs) Right. We're walking around LA. I had just gotten like a blowout. And they're taking pictures of us, and people are going like, "Who the fuck is that?" Like nobody knew us. It was just so funny. It's just like, I, and, and I just went along with it because I don't know that. Maybe now I know the world a little more, but not even. Like I would never. I just don't even. I would have nobody to call.
1: Well, that's shocking. But also having someone write your actual sound bites for a reality yeah. TV show is a little. Well, strange. but that's
2: happening now a lot. You know. With with all of
0: us, Desperado, them. yeah,
1: Desperado. Were you called at all for the reboot? Like, did anyone call you about like, hey, we're doing season or season no, four? I should just
2: say. just like in the well, I think I, I believe Leah got called. I don't know if she got called to be a full time housewife, but there was this kind of desire to tie up loose ends. Uh, I don't have a relationship with any of them anymore. Yeah. It doesn't really like. I love Joanna. She's not on the show. I do now have a relationship with Leah. Um, she's not on the show. I I like Adriana. I'm friendly with her, but that's we're not it.
0: friends with her.
2: No, not friends. Friendly. You yeah. Know? And and I like her. She's fine, you know. But that's it. And Alexia, uh, you know, we were friends. I think that you know, Alexia is just. She's a very not self-aware person that wears blinders, believes everything Marisol tells her. And she just is following that carrot. You know what I mean? It's like, this is her last chance. She wants to be famous. She wants to do You see it in when she's talking, even at BravoCon or anywhere else or, or at a reunion. She wants to get heard. And she's just like, start screaming. And you see it in the promo. She wants to be heard. You know, definitely you look at her Instagram even the captions are not hers. You know, when you know somebody, you know how they speak, how they communicate, you know, their grammar or lack thereof. Somebody's writing shit for her.
1: Yeah. If you were called, would you have taken it? And Beba, do you have any thoughts on this? Like if she was called, would you want her to do it? Not want her to do it? Have no thoughts? And would you have done it, Anna?
2: I would not have done it.
0: Yeah. She wouldn't have done it. And I don't, I don't think I would want her to do it either. I think that ship has sailed. I think especially unless they were recasting the whole thing, then yeah. that's a different thing because again, my, she has, my mom has products and books yeah, and stuff absolutely. and like, why not promote it and like, but, use it also it as a pedestal, but no, it's not with the same women. And like, she would have been <laughs> canceled. It's not even. It's just. It, it just wouldn't make sense. Like, it didn't.
2: Yeah. For, who would it's you true even hang it's, out with. it's for the very reason that I have a business and you know a bunch of other stuff that I couldn't be on because it would right. it would risk something that I did work on for ten years while they were waiting by the phone. It's just not worth it to me. I understand that it's a huge franchise. I understand that it's an amazing platform. I wish I had what it takes to be on there. And do it in a way that it would just help propel my business without hurting me. I'm not that skilled.
0: One season wonder. I'm telling yeah. you, that would yeah. be the ticket. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and future girls trip everyone from one season because that's yeah crap. exactly What's going on. Hey, Are... they
0: invited us to go
2: on on below deck. Me, the and Beva. A Did long they? time ago. Yeah, a long what time ago. What the hell? You <laughs> were the one that told me they expect like a twenty-five thousand dollar. Um
0: yeah, but I now that I know the the producers give you that money to give as a tip. An
2: asshole, we <laughs> I didn't we know I didn't know. So they call and she's going, We're gonna have to give like a twenty-five thousand dollar tip to the said yeah, like, Fuck that, you know. That's
1: right. Cause I cause I had a friend call me I don't know, you and say, Do you want to go on below deck A? No, because I've been to 56 countries and I don't want to go back where I've already been. And B, I'm not really a boat person. Yeah. But also, yeah, she said like, you have, you know, we're going to have to tip. Like it's a real, it's a real tip.
0: It's a yeah. real tip, but. The and it's a large number. Yeah.
2: So, so we decided not to
1: do it. Are you shocked that like both of you that like, okay, we want something for 10 years. I mean, are you shocked that this is back, that they actually made it happen?
0: Like, but willed it into existence? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm definitely I- shocked. Because, yeah. like, it just took so, like, why now, you know? Well, but because I think what's happening with the whole franchise. With what Miami as a franchise? Or are you saying Real Housewives as a Real franchise? Housewives as, a, as, a,
2: as an entire franchise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: What, do you, what do you mean?
2: I don't know. It's taken a bit of a nosedive, you know? And it's it's kind of people, because the whole um, the whole thing is so predictable. You know, the format is so predictable. People are getting bored, and everyone's a critic. And the audience is like, they demand certain things. And so, I think they figured Peacock needs content. You know, you know. I think Danny Pellegrino, whatever. You know, Andy is very easily, um, what do you call it? You know the word I'm looking for. Swayed. Um, yeah, swayed <laughs> by some people. Some people have a lot of influence. He's easily influenced. And and Danny's one of those people for whatever reason had influence over him. And. And had COVID not happened, it may not have happened. We had time during COVID to have conversations we wouldn't have had otherwise. You know, we watched Tiger King, so we considered <laughs> Miami. Same thing.
1: Well, I had the glorious Miss Carol Baskin on here not once but twice. Oh my so. god! Really? I wrote
2: her hate mail once. Oh
0: my god!
1: I have, I have, I have a thing for Carol. I have just a. <laughs> you like her? I do. I have a <laughs> soft spot wow.
0: for her. Good. I Who do. Cares? He
2: also
1: have, loves Kim D. Uh, well, she's like, no, K- Carol, I have a soft spot. Listen, you know, it's not as, as a neutral podcast host, unless you do me wrong, then I'll ho- yeah. talk. But other than that, I it's not really my job to judge. So I just ask the facts and I let the audience decide if everything you've seen on Tiger King about Carol is true or not. And you are a lawyer. It's oh. not really my, but I... <laughs> I, one-on-one like this, I have a soft spot for Carol. Now, after I had her on, my DMs filled up with a lot of people that right, of know her and they're like, oh my God, you were played and this and that. And I'm played, like- You played,
2: you're crazy. She makes husband burgers. Ooh, I'm I like, mean, you could thank be you. Next.
1: I'm like, thank you for looking out for me, but I'm going to be
2: fine. Um,
1: <laughs> are you shocked like that like so you know you're you guys are you're shocked baby that it's back and, and, mm-hmm. and you're not like are you shocked at the return players that like it was Alexia and Larsa and Lisa no and, no 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 okay so you're not shocked that Alexia is back and Larsa's back and Marisol's back and Adriana's back we are about to deep dive all that is RHOM last season, season four, this season, season five. We are about to break it down. And if you haven't noticed, Anna and Baba do not hold back. Got some strong feelings on these girls. So we are really about to get into last season, the return of RHOM, and this season. So stay tuned. Part two with Anna and Baba is coming very soon.